was trying to type. We're back in better than ever, uh, fully strength with Ty Deemer uh, back on the pod this week to talk about the games we have going on in week eight. We'll also obviously recap our favorite memories from week seven and really dive into um, SEC, the Big 12, Pac-12, essentially all the Power 5 games, go into our favorite bets for the week. Addison's been blowing up my phone with notifications for the past 30 minutes, Um, so we'll get into that as well, but we're excited y'all are here via podcast or via YouTube, but anyways, um, awesome. We'll get into the show. Ty, uh, how you been recently? You've been off the record for a little bit, so let's just catch up with you for a second. Yeah, good to be back. No complaints. Um, The bye weekend was nice. Got to sit out at Addison's house and have a fire and just watch other teams. Um, Yeah, no real updates. Excited for the weekend to come. Thomas, you've got a big race coming up, though. How are the legs feeling? I forgot what fresh legs felt like. So I've been tapering for the past like two weeks and I feel good. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able I will finish, but I might not be able to walk afterward. Um, keep saying um, my bad. For those that don't know, I got a, a 50 mile race this weekend, which might be a little bit more than I can do, but we're going to figure it out. So I will not be in Auburn uh, with the three of y'all, but I'll be cheering on the Rebs in Nashville. I'm excited for it. Well, um, I don't think you're going, Addison, are you? Explain that. You're not I going don't to travel. I don't want to travel. Explain why I'm sitting with your wife and you're not even going to the game. So I'm not going to the game because this is the next weeks after this game. Um, Ole Miss host Vanderbilt. Yep. Riveting. That same weekend, I officially become vice president of the Ole Miss Young Alumni Council. Big shot. That Saturday morning, I hope you're all there. There's the annual, for homecoming, annual alumni event, Saturday morning, 1030, Triplet Alumni Center. Is that Vanderbilt weekend? Yeah. Okay. We host Vanderbilt and football that night. So we have football that night, host A&M the next weekend, then the next weekend I'm going to Athens. So I wanted one more chill weekend. That full disclosure, I am leaning on not going to Oxford next weekend for Vanderbilt for the same scenario because I've been traveling a lot. So it might be nice to have a, just a weekend in Birmingham before Oxford and then Athens. So we'll see. I'm going I'm going to all of those. So good for yeah. you, Will. Likewise. But I <laughs> live in Oxford, so it's yeah. more doable. Um I live in Jackson, so just need to leave. Well, you want to leave Jackson, so yeah. I'm going to enjoy my relaxing weekend. I promise. Hey, as you I should. love the board. I love the board. There's a lot of games that I, this is my favorite board as far as lines <laughs> going games so far this season. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling confident. So should I just trail all your picks? I'm going to fade Addison. I mean, Addison's been money. hot recently. I think you've at least in that college pick them thing, the worst you've done the past three weeks is like seven and three. Yeah. I've been disagreeing. I've seen all those notifications too. I, I see a lot of third Saturday in October picks with your teasers and whatnot. I I don't necessarily agree with them, but we'll get you, to that. You, I'll ask a question. So you like Tennessee? I do. Yeah, well, Will's biased. So you have to understand. Not, I don't think I'm not going to go as far to take them outright, but they're going to cover that line. What's the line? Nine and a half, isn't it? No, I think it was eight. 
I didn't take I didn't take that. I took Alabama in a teaser. It's, it's gonna be a one score game. Oh, it's yeah, it's eight and a half. We have the wrong in the Google Doc. We have it in the wrong order. It threw me off. Um yeah, I don't know I if I, I don't know if I agree with you, Will. Okay. I have Alabama and teaser minus two and a half with the under teased at, I believe it's 54 and a half. I like that under. We'll get to that. Then again, I love the under in Oklahoma State last week, and that got smoked by halftime. So we'll see. I like the under in West Virginia, Houston, and it got smoked too. So I'm doing under. I also took the under outright in that game. So I don't have Alabama or Tennessee outright as far as spread goes, but I do have Bama and a teaser with the under, and I just have the under. So we'll see. That's just to, to get things started. A little teaser for what's to come. Uh, we're going to start off this episode. We're, we're going to just get general football discussion. We're all going to kind of do our top 20-ish um, and kind of explain why we have them in that order. Um, so how are we going to do it? Are we going to do this like each of us, like we do 20, and then all of us go around and say our 20th team? Or like to sit here and rattle them off? Uh, I think – we, 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 each do like we each do we each do like twenty to eleven. Or twenty. We, to, what about twenty to fit, uh, like do five at a time? Okay. I think we should come to a consensus because I just think it's bad pot if we each like one. I have this. Two. I have this. Three. I have this. You know. Let's go from twenty to sixteen, and then down. Okay. Okay. All right. Get with me, Addison. This is your this is your idea, so we'll let you lead it off. Okay. So I kind of have a tie at 20. Um, Is this your way to get an extra team in there? (laughs) Yeah, I want to get an extra team in there. So um, actually, when I made my list, I actually went all the way to 23. Um, So I'll tell you real quick. I had, I'll just go 23 USC. So they're not in my top 20. Louisville 22, Iowa 21. But I had trouble with them and Duke. So I have Duke at 20. Um, Iowa... If I was that good, I didn't even they, have Iowa ranked. They played great defense, but they had they they had just had one of their biggest tests this past weekend. They won like fifteen to six. Uh, <laughs> prepare <laughs> prepare your children for a twelve and one Iowa Big Ten champion. Oh, that's where I, that's what I was gonna. I wanted to ask you, Will. That's one thing I'm excited about. What are you gonna do when, let's just say, Michigan beats Penn State? Okay, so Penn State's sitting at home in the Big Ten Championship. Michigan plays Iowa. Iowa loses. I mean, Iowa beats Michigan. So then you have one loss, Big Ten, uh, Big Ten champion Iowa. You have one loss, Penn State, who beat Iowa 31 to nothing. And then you have Michigan there with one loss, who scraped out a win against Penn State that could have gone either way. And Michigan misses the college football playoff. Big Ten gets two teams in, Iowa and Penn State. You'd just be very giddy for that, wouldn't you? In that scenario, I think Iowa would get left out in Michigan. If they they won the Big Ten championship and beat the head-to-head, no way. The recency bias on the win in the championship game, you're wrong. Oh, if they're a one-loss team and they're Big Ten champion, well, they're in. Sorry. Iowa will not climb high enough in the rankings to get to that. They don't have – They beat the number one team in the country. It does, it's will, not computers. It's final people. ranking, they would be in the top four. Yeah, but I agree with Ty. I don't, I, my joke was I don't think a 12-1 and Iowa gets in the playoff. I think they do. They would have one win. 
That would be chaos. They have against one, the number one team in the country. But then Michigan would have two top ten wins. So you lost the Big Ten championship. It's head at to Penn head. State. No head to head in twenty seventeen. Penn State beat no, it was twenty sixteen. Penn State beat Ohio State in Happy Valley. Penn State won the Big Ten championship game, but they put Ohio State in. But did they play Ohio State in the championship? Game? It couldn't have because no. they're both in the. No, East. that's my point. It's it's because it's the championship game and the head to head is the last game of the year. Why yeah. your historical reference does not play out? Yeah, it's I a double argument because they're not going to beat Michigan. They're not, but Iowa's not going to get ranked that. Like Iowa has a cap because they don't play anybody. I mean, they're Michigan. You just got the benefit of starting earlier. Michigan is has played cupcake school for the blonde. The next week, yeah, you have no room to talk, Mister. Guess what? Michigan's okay. Iowa's beating cupcake school seven to two. Michigan's beating cupcake cupcake school sixty to nothing. Totally fair. I I don't disagree. That's that's fair. That's fair. Like um, that's why that's why Michigan's my number one team in the country. Right? Yeah, I had Michigan the number sheer, one too. The sheer dominance in the scores, it's totally fair. But you thinking if they lost head to head to Iowa and they were both one loss teams in the championship game, you are a moron. <laughs> I would say I guess we would find out, but we won't. Yeah, so. exactly. It's it is an interesting conversation though. So we hijacked that, Addison, but oh no, no, no. I kind of you enjoyed that. that? a little bit i mean I, i'm thinking to myself right now i'm a, I'm a content genius <laughs> I, I kind of expected that exact thing to happen when i went down that route um i'll go 19 tennessee i think they can play some real defense i think they're believe it or not a little bit more of a complete football team than last year in a way that they can play defense but they're not as good on offense they don't have a quarterback the quarterback plays inconsistent not good um at all um so um i have missouri one slot ahead of tennessee yeah and kind of picking and choosing here i have ucla at 17 they have very inconsistent quarterback play and i don't love putting ucla here i wanted to just get ucla included inconsistent quarterback play kids a freshman you don't know what you're going to get each week but i mean i feel like they're a solid coach i feel like they're a good football team and i think they're going to beat someone um, that maybe they shouldn't go down the stretch. I think they're going to beat USC for sure. Um, right above them, I have Utah, still no Cam Rising, but they're a good football team, and I like them as a seven-point underdog yep. at USC this weekend. I've already locked it that in. Um, 15, I have LSU. 14, I have Ole Miss. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sp- I was supposed to stop. That's okay. Wait. I can st- I- go okay. to 11. Wait, sorry. Can you go back? Who did you have at sixteen? Utah. Okay. You go go just go ahead and go through eleven. And go we'll through eleven, that. and then we'll have a top ten discussion. Fourteen. I have Ole Miss, and mainly because so twelve through fourteen, really, really yeah. ten fourteen. I thought all of these. I had these teams pretty even, well, dude. I have fourteen through eleven. It's just a scramble. Yeah. You know? Same. So I'll tell you, I had 14 Ole Miss, 13 Oregon State, 12 Notre Dame, 11 okay. UNC. Um, 11 UNC, was who? UNC. Okay. UNC undefeated, Notre Dame has two losses. One of those losses, they were in a bad spot at Louisville. I mean, they, you know, yep. sleepy spot. They've been playing a lot of football, started the year um, in Ireland. 
they have they have two buys this year because they played in week zero and they haven't had either one yet until okay. this week. Um, I think Notre Dame is a, a really good football team. I think they should have beat Ohio State, and I think Louisville was a sleepy spot. Now I really think Notre Dame's a good football team. Um, I think they should probably be in the top ten, but they do have the two losses, so I have to knock them. Yeah. Um, Eleven UNC. They haven't played the toughest schedule, but they've been they have been very good. They've won. And they've done what defense, they're supposed to. And defense has seemed to get better as the as the season's gone on. Okay. Um, maybe Gene Chizik uh revitalizing himself. When when Auburn decides to move on from the revivalist pastor, I think uh maybe a maybe a good fit down in Auburn. Would never happen. <laughs> Those people just have zero respect for Gene Chizik. I, I did think of something title. this week. I did think of something this week. Whenever, whenever State hired um, Leach, they interviewed Chizik. I don't and remember that at all. I don't remember who turned, who decided to go the other way. But I could see them trying to hire Chizik possibly now. What about uh, potentially uh, Arkansas in no, a few months? Arkansas is going to get uh, the bigger waters, but yeah. MSU is not going to open this year from what it sounds like. Okay. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But and I don't think Chizik goes to a new school this year. I, he's got to have another year at UNC. Okay. But anyways, enough time of me talking. Whoever's next. Well, you want to go 10? Uh, oh, wait, am I doing 20 through 11? Yeah. All right. I won't elaborate too much because we've kind of talked on it some, but I'll point out some. 20, I, I don't have USC ranked either. Just like to say, when we at the beginning, of the beginning of the year did the whole name the top 10 team that's most likely to fall out, I sat there and said USC, and I thought they'd lose four or five games in the second half of the season because that defense was so bad. Yeah. So you convinced me to take a USC total wins under. And I think that's going to come to fruition. I think they're going to get boat raced by uh, Utah this week, but that'll be later. Uh, 19, Oregon State. Who'd you I'm, have at 20? Sorry, Duke. Duke okay. at 20. Um, Oregon State, 19. Utah, uh, 18. My Iowa Hawkeyes, that elite defense at 17. Um. Tennessee at 16, I was very impressed with their defense. Um, that defensive line is disruptive. Uh, 15, Missouri. That's going to be an interesting game against Georgia in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go 15, really. Mm-hmm. Hey, that Georgia might wake up and beat them 50 to 14. That's true, but it'll be a game they need to wake up for. I mean, I don't really disagree with the Missouri at 15 comment just because of, like, they do have two top 25 wins. I mean, I have Missouri at 17, so I get it. Yeah, it's, like, and they're just – I mean, you look at the rest of the schedule, they're they're only going to be another dog. Eli makes them so easy not to like. That's But they do deserve more credit than I agree. They have, what, Luther, Burden, and who's the other receiver they have on the other side? They have Dude. two five-star receivers. I would just give it to Burton every time. Um, Missouri had a pre has a, had a halfway point uh, All American wide receiver first mm-hmm. team. Yep, I think it was Luther Burton, right? Yep. Yeah. Fourteen. I have Notre Dame. 
I have a hard time really punishing them for that Ohio State loss. That was such a great game. Um, literally lost in the last second. And then they just walked into a hornet's nest in Louisville. Uh, they're a good football team. Uh, 13, my highest rated two loss team is LSU. I think they're starting to figure it out a little bit more. Um, as someone was saying, I'll, another podcast, LSU played a lot more base defense this past week and just made it very simple. You know, no complicated stuff. And they just really smothered all. I mean, everybody's smothering Auburn, but Auburn made them look like the 85 Bears. But that defense is getting a little bit better. Jaden Daniels should be firmly in the mix of the Heisman uh, by the end of the year. He is outstanding. I actually think he should be there now. It's just the Heisman's become way more about less about individual talent and more like, is your team successful as well? Agreed, but I think they're going to run the table. So ten and two will get him in New York. Yeah, I would agree. Um, He's electric. Mm-hmm. At twelve, I have UNC. I'm just still. I, I'm. I don't know. I I just I have a hard time buying it, and I'm just waiting kind of for that. You said USC. I said, I, huh? You said who? US, UNC. Okay. Yeah. I'm just kind of like I'm. They go to they go to Atlanta in two weeks. They're not losing to Virginia this week. You can just that's no. No. But I texted this. Brent Key is a top twenty-five killer. His no, like I'll pull up the stats here in a minute. His record against the top twenty-five is actually pretty impressive. I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. But and then to round out from twenty to eleven, I have Ole Miss. Ole Miss has a win on the road against the top twenty-five team, Tulane. They beat who I think is the best two-loss team with the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, LSU. Um, They have a pretty good resume. Uh, And I just – I mean, I don't think they're – obviously they're not a playoff contender yet. They kind of got to prove that. And you got to get to that point, and then you got to prove yourself in Athens. But, like, they're just hanging around. They're there. Yeah. I think that's fair. They have a really good resume to this point. They do. I'll, they've, uh, only played, they've only played one, like, because they played two non-Power 5 schools to this point because they had Georgia Tech mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Tulane. You don't have so, to justify this. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I, know, I'm a feel, I feel like I have to be defensive because bias Ole Miss, but they have a good resume. He is over 500 against top 25 teams. Your jackets swarm three, three and five. His only two losses are to Ole Miss and Georgia. Okay. Now, what's his record against Mac schools? Not good. <laughs> All right. Um, at Wait, 20, did, I, did I fall asleep? Did you have Notre Dame in there? I had Notre Dame at 14. Okay. At 20, I have Tennessee. I think they're good. I think they kind of got embarrassed in Gainesville, but they never win in Gainesville. Um, their offense is not great. I think that people think that it's kind of like what it, it was last year, but in reality, they're more <laughs> of a running team uh, this year. And, you know, say what you want, make the jokes what you want about AM, about how poorly coached they are, how mismanaged they can be. They still have an impressive front seven and beating them still fine, you know. So I have Tennessee at 2019. I have your Iowa Hawkeyes. 
At 18, I took USC. I understand y'all's hesitation there. Even if they go nine and three this year, Will, they're still probably going to be 18 through 25 or 18 through 22. So I have USC at 18 or 19, 18, followed by Missouri at 17. Um, Missouri is really good. I mean, you know, they had a heartbreaking loss versus LSU and then kind of got their shit kicked. No, wait, they beat Kentucky, didn't they? They killed Kentucky. Dominated. Yeah. Dominated. Yeah. And so that fake punt was beautiful. So the, they're a the good punter, team. The punters rearing back and letting it go. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. At six, at 16, I have Duke. Um, they're a solid ACC team, and they have a chance to kind of have a very respectable record in the terms of Duke and also being in the ACC. Um, followed by that, I, this is where it's weird because, like, I don't know who to pick between LSU and Notre Dame. I think LSU, it sounds weird, but probably is better coached. I like Marcus Freeman a lot, um, but if they were to go head-to-head, I would think LSU would win. So I would have Notre Dame and then LSU. At 13, I have Oregon State. Um, And then at 12, I feel like this is a little too low but I did put Oregon at 12. Um, no, no, I have Ole Miss at 12, and then followed by Oregon at 11. Granted, Oregon's one play away from being the number four team in the country, and they could very well win out and win the Pac-12. Um, but for right now, I have them there. And then, um, yeah, so Oregon at 11, Ole Miss at 12, Oregon State, Notre Dame. No, Duke, Notre Dame, and yeah. So, sorry, I didn't come prepared for this at all. All right, so argument. I did what, not do. What you say? No argument for your eleven through twenty. Um, I didn't put a bunch of effort into this, so I'm not going to read through all mine. But I would like to do a little call out that I found while I was doing some research. Um, our defensive coordinator, as an R, would be Ole Miss. Big Pete Holding went to a little school in Cleveland, Mississippi, um, called Delta State. Back in the day, they were the statesmen. Um, now they're the fighting okra. Um, the fighting okra are 7-0 and on the year. Anyone was curious. And in the AFCA Division II coaches poll are ranked number five in the country. Wow. So that's my call out for the pod today. I'm not going to give you my 11 through 20. I'll just critique y'alls. But go okra. That's my mom's alma mater. And a fun fact about Delta State. No one intentionally starts in Cleveland. They just end up there because <laughs> they probably fail out of. I saw, who said that? I I saw that somewhere. We were sitting there talking to somebody about it. Uh, oh no no no! Jeffrey Wright said that. Oh that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and mom, listening. I love you, but that is true for you as well. Um, <laughs> and John. <laughs> and John. So that's my that's my nugget for the pod in this section. Do y'all know what famous, extremely famous actor's brother played golf at Delta State? That is such a long thing. I can't follow. Just tell me. Tell us who Just tell me. Matthew McConaughey. Thank you, Ty. I knew. Hey, the okra is in my blood. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. McConaughey used to spend time at playing golf at Delta State with his brother. They say McConaughey himself is a scratch golfer. I don't know if I believe that, but. Dude's good at everything. 
That's fair. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on to the top 10. All right. Am I first? I guess that's going back to me since I started. All right, 10. I have Ohio State. I don't think they're great. I don't think they're elite, but they're obviously very good. They haven't lost, but then again, who have they really played also? They did beat Notre Dame, which could have gone either way, but so got to give them that. So I have them at 10. Nine, I have Alabama. Still don't think they're elite. I think they're really good. Eight, Texas. I'm not sure. We're to an elite team yet, but I still think they are really good. They have the head-to-head over Bama on the road. Played awful in the game, uh, in the Red River rivalry. Three turnovers. Um, they did kind of dominate the box score a little bit, have more yards um, and whatnot, and uh, kind of mismanaged the clock. The game, they, they could have easily won with three turnovers still. Um, so right then, I have Oklahoma at seven. Undefeated Oklahoma. They have the, the win against Texas on their resume. Um, I'm looking forward to that rematch in the Big 12 championship, which I think is inevitable. Could decide a spot in the college football playoff. Yes. Where Tom. is that? Is the Big 12 championship played at a school? Uh, no, it's in Arlington. Cowboys. They should, out of principle, play that game in the Cotton Bowl. Be this really happened before they played a they played a Big Twelve championship game OU in Texas back in one of those years. Tom Herman was there, and it, they played it in Arlington. It's a mistake. It, it looked weird. It's a mistake, in my opinion. <laughs> At number six, I have Oregon. Yes, one loss Oregon above an undefeated or uh, above an undefeated Oklahoma and undefeated Ohio State. <laughs> I think Oregon's really good. Um, in the second half, that kind of dominated Washington, um, which and I thought Washington kind of controlled the first half. But I, I thought Oregon was really good. I was impressed with them. They had three fourth down plays. If they get any one of those three, they win the game on the road. Um, I, I think if those two teams play ten times, Oregon might win six of them, or they're splitting it evenly five to five. I don't think Washington was that much better than Oregon. Five out of Penn State. I loved them before the season. They're my pick to win the Big Ten East um, and win the Big Ten before the season. I love Penn State defense, salty, offense solid. I, I, I wish they, they don't have explosive plays, though. Um, they don't throw the ball down the field. I think they have seven. Don't quote me on this, but I think they have seven passes on the year longer than 20 yards. I don't know if they've been holding back the playbook. Maybe they're going to open it up now. I don't know. but So that kind of worries me. But I, I think their top three defense in the country, especially all on their front, um, and I think they're a well-rounded football team. Four, I have Washington undefeated. They have the big win over Oregon. Great quarterback play, great wide receiver play, a lot of talent, well-coached. Three, I have Georgia. They haven't played anyone. Their one win, the game they got up for, Kentucky, looks a little worse now um, at the time. Still, I mean, a solid K- Kentucky team they've beaten, but still haven't beaten anyone. Two, Michigan. They've dominated everyone they've played. They've looked how they're supposed to look. They haven't been sleepy, really, um, and they've been good. One, Florida State, I think they have the best resume in the country. They won at Clemson. Clemson's a solid football team, whether you want to admit it or not, Will. Clemson's a yeah. solid Clemson is a solid football team. Now, they're not in my top 20, 
Solid football teams don't only beat Wake Forest 17 to 12. Look, everyone has a sleepy game. My gosh, Georgia played with Vanderbilt all week. Yeah, playing with Vanderbilt and still winning by 17. Anyways, Clemson has issues. They're not in my top 20. I think they're a solid football team. They're top 35, top 30 team still. They may go 10 and 2 this year or 9 and 3. That's a good win. They have the win against LSU, who I think is extremely talented, but can't play defense. Um, that's early in the year, still first game of the year when you don't you didn't know that. So um and then Florida State looked really well-rounded this past Saturday. I mean, they played a complete game and dominated Syracuse, who you said was going to beat Florida State. Yeah. So, that was more based on the fact of me thinking what I think of Florida State than what I actually think of Syracuse. Florida State's going to get tripped up by someone maybe this week. I don't, I'm not picking them just, to lose. Just, no, just keep picking against Florida State till they lose. It's going to happen. I'm going to be right eventually. That's like I would not be shocked if Duke beat Florida State. No. And you're about to see what I think of Florida State in my rankings right here. Okay, you yeah. go. For the sake of time, I'm just going to agree with Will. Ten, Alabama. They're oh, going to yeah. drop pretty far, far after this. After They won't be in the top ten when the season ends. We'll leave it at that. Nine, Ohio State. I'm not they're I'm just not impressed with them either. I won't go de- delve too much into it. Eight Texas. They're the eventual Big 12 champions, but OU beat them. So that's why they're I there. Agree. I agree. Seven, Florida State. You almost lost to Boston College. In fact, Boston College should have beaten you. Boston College was in a game with Holy Cross. Florida, and they were also in a game. Florida with, State was up thirty-one to ten, and then fell asleep from the electric kickoff in the middle of a hurricane. Oh, Michigan doesn't fall asleep. Georgia doesn't fall asleep. Georgia falls asleep and still wins by twenty. Georgia fell asleep and Jordan Hare and won by seven. Yeah, but Jordan Hare is different, and we're we'll talk about that later. Okay, keep going. Number six, Oregon. I agree with you. That Washington Oregon game; those two teams were even. You could have flipped a coin, and it could have gone the other way. Yeah, Oregon actually had more opportunities. Uh, they had those two fourth down calls. The only one I disagree with is that he should have kicked the field goal going into the going into halftime. But I completely agree with the fourth with the fourth down call at the end of the game. That was the right thing to do. Um, when you got two, elite they, had, they had another red zone. They had another red zone. Yeah, they had three. I thought. It's, yeah, so they had three total. Two in the red zone, and then the fourth quarter. And I mean, at the time, I was saying punt at the end of that game. Uh, just because you give them a longer field, play field position. But they get that first down, they win. And you got to think about it, too. They got the ball back with enough time. The field goal kicker just missed it. Yeah. But um, 5 OU, I mean, they beat Texas. They're undefeated. They have a good, Their defense is so much better than last year. I, I'll tip my hat. I, I wrote them off. For Penn State, that defense is scary. They have talent at quarterback for the first time in a while. Um. As you were saying, though, too, they, they really don't force the ball downfield that well, and I think that's going to come to bite them here rather soon. But with what they've put on the field so far, they're a top-four team, and they have a chance to prove that this weekend. Um, number three, I have Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, not much to say. Back-to-back national champions just keep breezing through. Number two, I have Washington. They have what I think is the best win of the season so far. 
against Oregon. They, good. Penix is the leader for the Heisman right now. Um, they have two incredible receivers. That defense is a lot. I mean, that defense is pretty good. Um, and then number one, the team that's I've said the whole season that's just going to run away with this thing. They're suffocating everybody they play. They allowed for the first. This is still the mind-blowing stat to me. For the first time this season, they allowed a, an opposing off Michigan. This is allowed opposing offense to get at the ten-yard line or in in the red zone. This whole season, and guess what happened when Indiana got to the ten-yard line? They threw a pick in the end zone. The next play, like Michigan's defense is incredible. I haven't. How did I, Indiana score? Um, they scored their first drive. I thought. Yeah, they did. They just marched right down the field. It was about like a it was like a twenty yard touchdown pass. I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't really disagree with your breakdown. Well, I think Michigan deserves to be the number one ranked team in the country based off of the just sheer consistency and dominance that they've showed. They don't have a lot of flash. It's not super exciting. <laughs> but they kind of just break people down. Like That's they, the they, they beat teams in the second half. They kind of play with their food a little bit, in my opinion, but they just wear people down. That's my one concern is they are pretty low in explosive plays. I think they're even way below Penn State. Like they haven't had – they have very few explosive plays. And that's going to be – if you get in a shootout, like if, say – they're paired up with Washington in the playoff. I mean, can they – Washington will get theirs. Can you keep up with that is my question. But we'll find out. November's so, everything for Michigan, though. Talk to me then. Yeah. We'll um, – real quick. so we'll, we'll go into our recap real quick. And I guess let's just kick it off Oregon-Washington. I did want to point something out. So – and Oregon really did dominate the box score. Um. 541 total yards to Washington's 415. Um, they dominated time of possession. Um, and this one really stood out to me, rushing yards. Oregon, 204 yards on the ground. Washington, 99. And it felt, especially in the second half, anytime Washington tried to run the ball, Oregon was stopping it. Yep. I don't know what, what y'all thought about that. Um, and I think time of possession, it's not on the screen I'm looking at, but – um, I think it was like 34 to 20-ish, something like that. I mean, until Penix's last possession to go up, Oregon dominated halfway through the third quarter, bleeding into the fourth quarter defensively. Like, they stopped him whenever they needed to. As soon as Oregon was down 11, they stepped up and took the lead. But then you saw Penix when it Right, when it mattered, Penix was like, I got you, you know? But I, I think still I was more impressed in a way with Oregon for the majority of that game than Washington. I don't know. I mean, it's, it was, they, they, were, they were so even. They were so yeah. it was a great game. Um, so, I don't have any any quips. I think we should talk about the Colorado game Friday night. Oh, yes. I wanted to shit on Colorado. Yes, you did. The floor is yours. A true mess around, find out, you know, not any good. Shudder Sanders pointing to his gold – watch diamond watch whatever after they beat one of the worst teams in the country uh spent good money on that watch for him you back off 
Yes, I'm so sorry. Um, they're just not any good. Deserve to happen. Also, beginning of the year, all the people that love Travis Hunter, he gave up over 200, almost 300 yards on targets against him. The Stanford wide receiver set a Stanford record. I don't know how it's on NCAA record. The guy had almost 300 yards passing. They overplay him. They do. He had like 120 snaps in his first game back in three weeks. Oh, no. That's not his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. But he got picked on all night long. Um, It seemed, um, going back, I saw people were like, Stanford just kept running the same play, almost. The same exact play. And throwing the ball ball at his direction every time. I mean, I just feel like it should be one of those things where, like, are we really all that surprised? No. The only thing that su- was surprising was that they had success at the beginning of the season. Yeah. That, yeah. that was the surprise. Well, you look at what, tougher now. They may not make a bowl. You look at what TCU and Nebraska have been putting out there week after week. Is it really that surprising now? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like – But the media got their, their coverage. Yep. Being, he has already – elevated that program not just talk about attention like attention wise on the field product they are night and day from last year yeah they won, they won they one are. 11 yeah no, totally. they did they, they're they're what four and three now he's already times yeah. four their wins like I, I agree with that will that's completely fair but people having all these oh my gosh they're gonna go eight and four nine and three like and now they're gonna shit on him saying he's a bad coach it's like no he's done a great job it's that still one, year one as well. Yeah. That one Stanford wide receiver, now that I have it in front of me, just goes – I mean, it's crazy. 13 receptions, 294 yards, three touchdowns. That's pretty wild. That's a half of a season in one game for some guys. Yeah. Talk about a bad beat. Uh, West Virginia is a three-point favorite at Houston. Did y'all watch that game? I, I was watching it off and on. My grandparents were in town. I obviously yeah. had West Virginia. Um, I went 0-3 in bets on that game. Um, Oregon, I mean, excuse me, Houston had a kickoff return for a touchdown and a Hail Mary. Um, so that's 14 points that you don't account for when you're mentally preparing these games and betting on them. So, and I didn't think – I thought there would be more running and controlling of the clock on West Virginia side, but they just kept scoring and scoring. That was a high-scoring game. I was really shocked by that. Yep. Let's see. Anything on it. Um, we'll go to the 11 o'clock slate. Alabama um, sneaks past Arkansas. Alabama definitely played with their food there towards the end, gave Arkansas a real chance to win that game. Arkansas is three – Road losses accumulate to 13 points total. Damn. Yeah, crazy? I, I don't think you need to look into that game too much. My my yeah, take I agree. On it, my take on it was just like, yeah, you go up 21-6. Bama is not a good enough team where they can just lay off the yep. gas and like dominate. They've got to be locked in. And they weren't. They played a lot of sloppy football in the second mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and Arkansas really just had two drives that were kind of outliers from the rest of the game. 
Man, yep. like one of those drives, I still don't know how KJ Jefferson stayed up on Dude, the ball. How did they not he call that down? He was sacked for like four seconds, and then they never blew the whistle. Well, he was still moving. Yeah, I mean, he was still moving. It. He's just a huge dude. Like, it's insane. Um, I think there is a lot to read into this game. Um, it's Arkansas, like. Bama couldn't run the football on them, and their their offense has turned to be, turned out to be this. Let's run the ball at the middle as much as we can, and then oh, seventy yard bomb. And they're so reliant on that massive play. I just that was the thing too. Is yeah, they they kind of did take the foot off the gas when they got up twenty four to six. It was just kind of like whatever, but then they couldn't wake themselves back up. Like, and that was a still what a two score game, three score game, like. You can't do that against LSU, Tennessee, or, you know, I mean, they just completely fell asleep for half the game. And they all, if they, I mean, if that Arkansas running back did not trip over his own feet on that second and eight when Arkansas had the ball with about five minutes left, it's probably a different game. Could you say it was a little bit of a sleepy spot for Bama, 11 a.m. Tennessee coming in the next weekend? But they, my point is, is that they were awake for half of it. Like, I would have thought – they just kind of faded once they got up, and you can't do that. Because, okay, they get up 14 – they get up 21-7 to 7 on Tennessee in the third quarter. They're like, oh, you know, we're fine. Our defense is so good. And then Tennessee just hits two big plays. All of a sudden, can Bama turn it back on and get back in – get back up? Because they didn't – they did not for Arkansas. They got – they lucked into that. They lucked into Arkansas's running back tripping and falling so they could punt and then just – I think Alabama's going to be locked in this weekend. I do too. But I think they will be locked in too. But the point is, is that they pulled away from nobody. The best game they played all year was against Ole Miss, and they did pull away in the fourth quarter, and it was still a two-score game. Yeah. I mean, A and M had a chance to beat them at the end. It's going to be a one-score game. I think Bama wins, but they've just shown no ability to pull away from anybody. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of defense played. I don't think there'll be a whole lot of scoring. Tennessee is not good. Tennessee didn't hit explosive plays. They kind of been relying on the run. Yeah, I want to talk about the A and M game really quickly. Yeah, I mean A and M has A and M's front seven is really good, and Tennessee ran the ball on them pretty well. Um, Joe Milton, my goodness, I saw another play where he had a uh, another. Uh, I think Fourth it was a and two. Play. It was a fourth and two, and he, he – oh, my gosh. He ran out of bounds before the fourth downside. Yes. And then I saw I, – I was reading I, – I follow a couple Tennessee accounts, and they were like, I'm having flashbacks to the old Miss game when he ran out. <laughs> I, like, I, I, like, watched no it. I, I watched it. I was like, what are you doing? He could have gotten it pretty easily, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, gosh, Milrow against Joe Milton. We got to see Bryce Young against Hendon Hooker last year, and now we have to watch this. Yeah, we deserve that it. That was the great thing, too, is the over-under for this game is what? What is, I think someone said it was, was it 48 and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The losing team last year had 49 points. That's crazy. Uh, Milton was 11 for 22 for 100 yards passing. That won't do. Tennessee ran the ball for 232 yards. Let's see. Yeah, but that will be. Yards to carry. By the way, 
Texas eight and four is looking like Texas seven and five this year. Maybe if Texas they, six and six. They, if, yeah, I was about to say if they continue the trend of Jimbo not winning road ranked wins, then they go six and six because they have to travel to Baton Rouge and they have to travel to Oxford. That's two they're more. Gonna beat, right they're going to beat South Carolina and they're going to beat State. I, I think I think they're going to go seven and five because they only have three losses right now. Yeah, I agree. I think they're seven but, and five. Not that's nine a plus ten million dollars a year. Seven for, and five. There's a coaching search. I agree. Especially with Texas coming in, which kind of sucks because I Jimbo's great for the SEC. Yeah, just wait till they hire Dabo or someone like that. I'm fine. I'm all in on Dabo. That's fine with me. They can have Dabo. Dabo running with out with the yell leaders onto the field would be something <laughs> we just kind of we have to see. Who would win that race? Would the yell leaders or Dabo win? Uh, Dabo who doesn't use the transfer portal. Dabo would tell him to all start on. Uh, he'd count down from three and he'd start running at three. So he Dabo would be worse at a And M. They have the they have the original name image and likeness. I like Dabo as a person. I really, really do. People that actually know him rave about him, and I do. I love weird kind of like I love Jim Harbaugh. I mean, obviously, because he coached at Michigan. I just love weird coaches that are like themselves and not like just reading off a teleprompter. Like he is himself. You know, I'm not a Dabo hater. I, I'm a big fan of Dabo. I mean, he, I am too. He, I'm rooting he, for him. He's done wonders at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would, you know, that he's he's done a great job there and uh, won national championships. It's been super impressive. I don't um, think he would leave. He, his downfall for right now is he's not adapting to. Uh, transfer portal and how college football's changing. I, I personally love an irrelevant Clemson. It makes no difference to me. Just don't like them. Grew up a Georgia Tech fan. Well, you'll see them in the SEC in a couple of years. All right, can we go on to this week's slate? Just because I'm gonna yeah. For the sake of I don't really have much to say about any of these other games. Let's see. Yeah. Um, South Carolina, LOL. That's really all I have. So Other than Will picking Syracuse to beat Florida State, I just want to mention that again. Uh, we can move on to the next games. North Carolina dominated Miami. <coughs> kind of dominated UCLA. Oregon State flexed on UCLA this weekend. Washington State's falling off. I don't know if y'all care yeah, about that. They got four to 13. Yeah. yeah. Arizona's yeah. looking pretty good now. Arizona with the backup quarterback. Their starting quarterback backup is quarterbacks are turning out to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, they might have beaten State. Had he been playing? Briefly going to say this. The shine has really worn off one Shane Beamer. Yeah. Um, to me, there was never any shine. I was never. Well, okay. He beat two top five teams at the top 10 teams at the end of last season. I'll eat crow. I was bullish on Beamer. So. I forget that even happened last year. Hey, they beat number four Tennessee and like number eight Clemson. And like yeah, they haven't beaten Clemson. I remember now, but I forget that it happened because so shame on him for breaking his foot. You can't do that as a coach. And like just if someone in their PR department couldn't have lied about it. Like, don't admit it, is what I would he say it. Isn't he the one that said it? Yeah, but there's gotta be someone in the like department that's like, yeah, let's you kicked your kid's scooter on accident. Or, yeah, I dropped a weight on my foot. When yeah, like, what a, what a dumb look. Just stupid. Idiot award of the week. Shane Beamer. Oh, that's going to be a new segment of the show. Idiot like of the week. 
That could be your idiot. Like That'd be your idiot of the week. Shane Beamer wins it. The inaugural idiot, inaugural idiot of the week award. I'll type this at the top so we remember it. Dumbass. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll start with the big noon kickoff, uh, eleven o'clock Central Time. The Penn State Nittany Lions are traveling to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, Penn State's getting four and a half points. The over/under is set at forty-five and a half. Since Will's probably the least biased, um, he's going to go first. Mm-hmm. Ohio State has a lot of problems. They really, really do. But those problems revolve around one school in the Big Ten. Did you know that his record overall in the Big Ten play is, what? let's see, it is 36-2, and two, I think. Yeah. He is 35 and 0 against every school in the Big Ten not named Michigan. He is one and two against Michigan. Just does in this game's in Columbus. I'm going Ohio State to win outright. 28-24. He does have a Penn State. Classic, a classic game. It'll be back and forth. But I, 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 for the for the longest time, I thought I was going to go with Penn State, but I'm just thinking their problems have only revolved around Michigan. They've handled Penn State. They've taken care of Penn State. Penn State's defense is legit, but as we talked about with the explosive play problems, I don't know if Drew Allar is going to be able to handle that environment right off the bat. That's going to be the toughest place they play all year. But give me the Buckeyes, 28-24. I've got a close one, but Penn State wins 17 to 13. Terrible day for offense. Because I actually do agree with you, Will. I think the Penn State quarterback struggles a little bit. I can see it. I think Penn State, uh, I saw Ohio State against Notre Dame. His defense, I think Penn State's defense is better. I think Ohio State struggles. I've got Penn State winning a close one. Um, I'm just not – I'm not – I don't see it with Ohio State. I kind yep. of – I expected – I really thought this was going to be if Ohio State's favored under three, so I was kind of shocked at this line. What does Vegas know that we don't know? You know, could it's, you know, it's kind of a fishy line to me, but at the same time, it's my lock of the week. I like Penn State to cover. I've got it at, at five on my book. So, um, I think there's enough defense. Penn State covers that for sure, and I like Penn State to win outright. So, I also like Penn State. My biggest bet of the year on Penn State plus five. I think it's a really close game. Um, Ten units. Wow. Okay. Penn State has impressed me far more than Ohio State has this year. I know Ohio State went into um, Notre Dame and won in a controversial way. Some may say still put up less than, what, 17 points total. Um I like Penn State to win this game, too. Very close, 24-21. Crazy. Everybody here picked Penn State to win outright. You're just trying to jinx I'm Ohio State, Will. I see right Ohio through State. you. I see right through you. No, Michigan-Ohio State is going to be 11-0, 11-0. Just what it always turned into. So that is the game. I actually I actually think Michigan will lose to Penn State before then. But okay. That is like very cute of you. That won't be a two-score game. All right. For the Minnesota-Iowa game, 
let's just be real. We don't need to say who wins the game. Let's just say what we think the total scoring for the game is. Will, Will thinks Minnesota gets two safeties. So what? I jokingly did this because I think Iowa wins and covers. But, you know, like I said, the, my favorite Big Ten game of all time was Penn State-Iowa 2004 when it was Penn State pulled out a squeaker 6-4. to four. Um, Will loves the Auburn Mississippi State three two game. Give, uh, yeah, I'll just put it on in the background sometimes. Um, give me Iowa three field goals to Minnesota's two safeties. So nine to four, Hawkeyes. They I'm hold go, giant pig. I'm going to go Iowa eight to six. Everyone can crawl out of Kirk Ferentz's ass um, this I week. I wish that was a real. Um, or Brian Ferentz's ass. I oh, I hate AI. Yeah. I thought it was real. And I did. I, I loved it so much, too. They're all, they're, they're all American tight end, former Michigan tight end, too. Eric All tore his ACL, by the way. So now um, both former Michigan transfers they got are hurt. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to pick the game. I think I was going to win, but uh, Big Ten football sucks. There's nothing appealing about that game to me. Also, PJ Black, people aren't loving it. The Fleck Bank's pretty empty right now, by the way. People aren't rowing the boat as much as they used to. <laughs> the Gophers are like – Y'all don't like his white button down and tie? I actually think that's awesome. Just, like, be a corny bastard for all Yeah, it fits in Minnesota. Like, I, I'm totally fine with it. College football needs more of that. Like, I'll take that over, like, the coaches, like, like Hypo and that were, like, the garbage bag. Give me that all day long over the garbage bag pullover. Addison, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I like Iowa, you know, roughly same scores last weekend, probably, like, 16 to 10. I don't know. Something like that. I think Iowa – I mean, I, I think Iowa's going to – I would expect them to win out and and be in the uh, Big Ten Championship. So. All right, before we get into the next game, I do have a surprise for you, Will. I know – I can <laughs> tell you what the surprise is. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think it is? I think it's some lawyer down in Louisiana. <laughs> the law school student in Louisiana is about to call in. Am I right? Uh, we'll see. I don't know. How did you um, know that? Because it's one of Thomas's favorite things <laughs> to bring Creighton up whenever Michigan and Michigan State play. Full disclosure, he reached out to me. He was like, I need to come on this week. Full disclosure, too, is that I have stopped betting anything personal bets of Michigan because of uh, Creighton. I've well, made okay, while y'all are waiting for Creighton to come on, I'll tell you uh, Michigan State's not good. Will got his first Big Ten bet wrong last week, picking Rutgers over Michigan State, but um, then they choked it away. And But Michigan State still covered. Rutgers didn't cover. That was Will's Big Ten lock. Um, I, I actually already played this. I played Michigan minus 24. Yeah, six and one Michigan still. State cool. 16 and one, I'm still in playoff contention. I mean, I still have my whole season in front of me. And I'm telling you, we're going seven and one this week because I'll go ahead and say my Big Ten lock of the week and my lock of the week. You could double this line, and I would take it. As so, Dion would say, it's personal this week. Michigan State 
did their whole jumping Michigan players in the tunnel after they got their ass kicked last year, traveling over to East Lansing for a night game. People are already saying it's probably going to be a 50% Michigan crowd. Michigan wins this game. It shuts Michigan State out, 49 nothing. Yeah, I think Michigan big. Also. I know. I'll fix the settings for next time. I'm sorry. Um, I think Michigan's going to win in the landslide. 24 and a half points isn't enough. Also, the over-under, Michigan could score 46 and a half points in, like, on their own. So, I agree with you. Michigan's going to win the ballgame. Oh, oh, here, here comes Graydon. Here comes the little shorten. Wait, one second. I had to what, join on my phone. My computer's not working. What scandal that happened at uh, Michigan State this week? Does anything else come out? Because it seems wow, like the is scandal. That, is that you trying to make fun of the the active shooter on campus? That's real <laughs> nice, Will. Uh, no, just your coach. Uh, Sending. Hey, you know, you know what? Um, we've moved on from Mel Tucker, and we don't uh, we disavow his actions. Yeah, now your fan base wants to hire Urban Meyer, upstanding, classy human being there too. Well, um, we care about winning football games in East Lansing. I don't know what to say. You only care about beating Michigan. That's not true. You gave him nine point five million playoff. What, Michigan's been to the playoff one more time than Michigan State? Get it out. It'll be three more times after this year. Whoa, he has trouble with the snap. And the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. That was awesome. I, I tried really hard to. Do let you share the screen, but I think since I'm recording on YouTube, it won't let me. It's okay. I I figured a solution. There we go. Yeah, Will, <laughs> come back. Did Will leave? <laughs> I think Will left. Creighton, <laughs> give us your score prediction. <laughs> um, look, Peyton, how Michigan State has finally found their quarterback this season. Uh. <laughs> I don't really have much else to say. Um, Did he take the second half of the Rutgers game off? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Rutgers is a it's it's not easy to get uh, a win against Rutgers. You know, it's a oh, it's yeah. a tough league. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that Michigan State wins by three. I don't I don't have an exact score prediction. I didn't know that that was uh, what we do. Sorry, I've been. I've been watching the Red Wings game and I just got done. So I'm buzzing off of that. I hit a big bet in that game. So oh, you want to bet, like, like, bet on this game this year? Guy. Uh what do you want to bet? Spread? Or just straight up? What's the money line? If you give me those odds, I'll bet it. I don't have the money line odds in front of me. I can get it right I'm, now. I don't, know, I don't know if there is a money line for this game to be. Oh, honest. there sure is, man. Don't you worry. Uh, plus 1,200. Yep. Well, Michigan State's plus 1,200. Michigan's minus 2,800. Yeah, I don't know if y'all can see my screen. Oh, I see it. I like that. I got my circle and square koozie. 
Will, are you going to yeah, take Yeah, I know. I'll do that bet, Will, if you want to, Moneyline. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to do it straight up. That's just dumb. I'll do it spread or Moneyline. You're the one picking Michigan State to win straight up. So, I feel like just – Yeah, and I'm going to bet on the Moneyline. Uh, I just say between us, 20 bucks, like like 2021. Well, that no, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm still how about gonna... twenty bucks. But how about twenty bucks for the spread? Will said they're gonna win forty nine to nothing, so he should be comfortable doing twenty four and a half. What was the spread again? Twenty four and a half. Yeah, I'll do that. Well, so you got the. How I'll, does this, how would that work? How much? Would... I'll even give you. I'll even give you the twenty four, so you can push. So what would that mean? If he do we need to explain to you how betting works? Well, <laughs> but I'm th- uh, so you're saying. Well, I'm just gonna make sure if Michigan covers 24 or up, I get 20 bucks. Well, no, if it's 24, then it's a push. If it's okay, gotta be more than 24. More than 24, I get 20 bucks. Less than 24, Creighton gets 20 bucks. Yes, yeah, yes, that's Deal. that's how that works. Deal. 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 I thought this was. Uh, I thought. I thought this is what y'all did on the show. Yeah, apparently. Will's just I don't bet. It the entire time. I don't bet. I just provide logic to these clowns. Okay. Same. Oh, he has trouble with the spin. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome moment. It, it was the only bright point on a terrible day. That was the same day that uh, Ole Miss lost in Memphis to uh, Paxton Lynch with Chad uh. Kelly. Yeah, I, I remember that because I was mad because that game was – both those games were on ABC. So yeah, the they old, were back and back. The Ole Miss game was carrying over into the Michigan game. I was like, get this shitty American team yeah. off my screen. It's time for Michigan. Yeah, it was uh, – but, like, Will, you're not, even a, you're not even a Michigander. I mean, I guess I'm not either. But at least I support Michigan other than – Michigan is just a bunch of people who have nothing to do with Michigan that, like, are bandwagons. You know what Michigan State students and Michigan students have in common? They both applied to Michigan. Uh, that's not true. Have you not seen Don't Look Up? <laughs> Michigan State people discovered the meteor that ends the world. That's right. <laughs> yeah, a fictional. Bill was, Bill was the ultimate bandwagon fan. He was a Detroit Lions fan. And then switched over to the Packers because the Packers were better. But now look what's going on. I and don't care yeah. about the NFL. I only I don't, I don't, know, if I don't know if y'all talk NFL, but I the don't. best way to win money right now is just to bet on like every bet you can find on the lines. I don't Will's think, Will's fandom is ass. Yep. I hit a I hit a parlay on Sunday care. that was that was Lions win the four, first quarter by a half, the second quarter by a point and a half. The third quarter by a point and a half, and the fourth quarter by a point and a half, all parlayed. It was, it was like plus twenty seven hundred. Pretty awesome. Just bet on the Lions, and you'll win money. All right, we've got to go on to more games. Yeah, you you're welcome to stay on. Yeah, I'll, or stay, on. I'll stay on. I've got the list. Okay. All right, Tennessee plus eight and a half at Alabama over under forty and a half. Creighton, who do you got? Uh, Bama is going to cover. I think big. I think Tennessee's terrible. I heard y'all's rankings, and I, I don't think Tennessee's in the top twenty. Okay, we have to this week, but yeah, I think, as I said before, I don't think Bama could pull away from people. I'm not impressed with Tennessee either, but not impressed with Alabama either. 
give me, I said Alabama 20, Tennessee 16. Bama just can't pull away. I actually think it's by a touchdown. I have Alabama 26, Tennessee 13. I have Bama 24, Tennessee 17. Now, I hope we're singing Rocky Top on Saturday, but we'll see. Yeah, obviously, as an Ole Miss fan, I would love for – Yeah. That would be awesome if Bama won. But I would, too. I would, too. I mean, if Tennessee won. Yeah. South Carolina plus seven at Missouri. Uh, I think Missouri flexes again and, and – Spanks them. Spanks them. Yeah. Break your other foot, you child. Idiot of the week. I Ms. think you could do, like, an alternate line on this. I think seven is – I think it should be like 13 and a half. I think that's a very fair line. I have it right at 12. I have 33-21. 44-27. I got Missouri big. Missouri by 17. Yeah, same. I think Kentucky's better than South Carolina, and we just saw what Missouri did to them. So I think South Carolina's really bad. I was doing like – South Carolina acts like there's some – important franchise i don't know can y'all hear me yeah yep yeah my microphone's like sitting so i didn't know if y'all could hear um but they've had like two 10 win seasons ever they're not like that good at all they've the biggest bowl game they've ever made is the capital one bowl i just don't understand why their fan base thinks they're more than like a missouri or anything Probably could be said. Probably could be said for Ole Miss too. To be yep. fair, but Ole Miss like has made sugar bowls, has made the PG like Ole Miss has had relevant in the college football playoff era. Yeah, yeah that's it's to to be totally agree. It's if you squint though, you could see how it could apply for us too. Oh yeah, yeah, could apply for. I mean, I mean, I would even say Mississippi State has more of a claim to being like relevant than South Carolina. Mm. Mississippi State is it like they I mean it was almost 10 years ago but they like were number one in the country like South Carolina's never sniffed number one in the country uh 2012 Steve Spurrier had them ranked pretty high 2011 I thought it was 2011 when they uh one of those years they were number two when they went to Death Valley and lost at night yeah I think that was 2011 it's 2010 they were really good too and they got spanked by Auburn in the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. But I can't they, remember. They were pretty good from that 2010 to 13 stage. Yeah, the Spurrier era was good, but like still, I was looking at the best bowls they made were like the Gator Bowl and the Capital One Bowl. In today's setup, they would have ended up making an NY6 bowl, but with yeah, the they structure was there. It was, I mean, like, hell, Georgia, I, I think about this all the time. In the 2012 SEC title game, it was number two Bama, number three Georgia. Georgia lost on that tip pass, and the clock ran out on the four-yard line for a game-winning touchdown. Yeah. They ended up in the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. no, Like, that's how that's how crazy the system was. The SEC dominated for a while, but that 0-9 to, like, 12 stretch, winning, yeah. like, eight games in the SEC was All crazy. right, let's, let's get back to the games. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> bedtime. It's almost bedtime for me. All, All right, right. Washington, Washington, State. Washington. Yeah, go ahead, Addison. You got it. So Washington State plus twenty at Oregon over under sixty two. Oh, That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I'm I'm staying. Away. Stay away game for Damn. me. 
I'll pick Oregon for the sake of this podcast, but I'm staying away from that. Yep. Oregon 40, <laughs> Washington State 17. Washington State's kind of fading a little bit. Oregon's going to get back up and be fine. Ducks cover three touchdowns. I agree. Oregon. I just I disagree completely. I think Washington State keeps this close. I think it's going to be like a seven point game. Okay. I think Washington State's good. And I think I just think the Pac 12 is really good. I don't Same. think anyone's. Uh, I said that I think Oregon wins by like seven. I don't have an exact four. Let's say 35 28. I don't know. Okay. More, puppy, more puppy on camera, please. Duke is a 14 and a half point underdog going to Florida State over under set at 49 and a half. Creighton, you want to go first? Yeah, I think I think uh, Florida State wins close. So like, I got uh, 38-34. Yep. I think it'll be high scoring too. I like the over a lot. What is what is Vegas know here that I'm just missing? With what? The 14 line? and a half points is a lot. Vegas likes Florida State for a team that struggled with Boston College. Well, they think they're going to wake up. I'll remind you, the, there was a hurricane going on. I also – I and heard when, that. When. I think that, like, it's not any given Sunday exactly in college football, but, I mean, a win's – like, eventually a win's a win. Like, I they still won. And it was the red bandana game. Yeah, that's true. Which is the Boston College always plays people close in that game. Duke is getting majority of the money in Vegas. Um, I don't know. I'm going to stay away from this line because I could see it going either way. Yeah. Um, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to say Duke covers. I'm going to say two touchdowns exactly. Will, you were shitting on Florida State earlier, and you said they might lose this weekend. They might. I think that Florida State wins, but Duke covers. Duke wins the ball game. Oh. Uh, fun. I have a fun Duke I'm praying for that. Go for it. Uh, uh, a guy that at least two of y'all know, Hudson Thompson, was high school best friends with Riley Leonard. He's from Fairhope, Alabama. That's all I needed to know. He's going to win. <laughs> so there you right. go. Duke's defense is good. Yeah, Mike Elko's a beast. A&M should hire him, but they won't. Arkansas will take him. But or, I don't think Arkansas will fire Pittman. But that's another I think Levy might. I think him. Arkansas might get Levy, but that's I think AM might get Levy, and I think he'd win there. I don't think but it's flashy enough. They won't, they won't, that's too low for them. They could okay. probably go pick off Venables if they wanted to. That's how much money they have. Uh, Disagree. But isn't Venables an OU guy? I don't Correct. know. I use that as an example. Yep. I, I don't think he is, but like they can go get a they could the lit they could I can't even quantify what I want to say. If it goes they down that road, we will talk want. about it. A and M should hire Marcus Freeman. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> the, the the two teams that played the great game last week, both their coaches could go to A and M easily. Dan Lanning and uh, the Washington coach, I can't remember his name. But yeah, they could pick both of them all. God, that may. <laughs> Utah plus seven at University of Southern Cal over under fifty three and a half. Yeah, I'll I'll like Utah here. Utah covers. I would Utah. even. Utah to win. Yeah, defense, Utah. They play defense. We saw what USC does against defense, but you can kind of see it's a little bit of a spot game for USC, a little bit of a bounce back. So um, I don't know if Utah can actually pull it, but I think you, I think Utah definitely covers a touchdown here. 
Utah is USC's bully. They just shove them in the locker game after game, and they're going to do it again this year. But, like I don't like this is a seven. Utah's a seven point dog. This I could see this getting ugly, like the Notre Dame game last week. I think Utah rolls them. I Death. think USC. Death, Texas, Kyle Whittingham effing up the Pac-12. Yep, and here Utah, baby. I, I, I agree with that, what you just said, Ty, but I think he's going to do it against the actual best teams in the Pac-12. I think USC is going to win this game by, like, I, I think they're going to win, let's say, 52 to 38. Wow. I mean, that's 14. That's not crazy. I'm just 52 points against Utah's defense is kind of crazy. I mean, I think USC's still really good. I think they had a bad game. Okay. I think it's a close game. Utah wins by four, 31-27. All right, should we get into it? Yes, our favorite game of the week. Ole Miss, six-and-a-half-point favorite at Auburn. You're not supposed to bet on your team. I broke the golden rule. I took Ole Miss. Give me, give me Ole Miss in the points. Oh God! Score prediction, Madison. Mm. Mm, let me pull a number out. Y'all talking? I'll, I'll think of what I of a number. Okay. I think Ole Miss wins thirty-one to thirteen. I got thirty-eight twenty-four. Dang, Auburn might not score. <laughs> that face tight is made. Damn, y'all are expecting an ass kicking. 38-17. They can't score three touchdowns. There's, there's two realities of how this game goes, in my opinion. Yep. One reality, the preferred reality, is that we walk out first half, kick their ass, they lay down and die. Their fan base and Hugh, in my opinion, is teetering towards defeat. A little bit. Yeah. And if we come out and hit him in the mouth, I think it's I think maybe there is a reality, Thomas, where your 31-13 comes true. I think the more likely reality, though, is that it's actually a decently close game. We I think we're gonna win a ball game probably anywhere to like like 24 to 13 range is kind of how I see this playing out. Oh, you think we struggle on offense? I think we struggle on offense a little bit. Here's the thing, though, if we lose this game, I'd argue it's outside of, like, the train wreck that was the end of last season, it would be Kiffin's worst loss since he's been here. Auburn is not a good football team, and if you cannot win, if you can't beat them in Jordan-Hare this year, shame on you. Like, that guy from Alabama.com said Kiffin should be fired if they if – That's a little aggressive, but there's no doubt it is a terrible loss that everyone should have the right – to be pissed off about. We should expect to win this game. They are not good. Their offense is anemic. Terrible. And I think their defense is just okay. Like, it's not bad, but it's not, like, world beater by any yeah. means. That's just, my take on the game. I'm just going to take one for the team. This game's going to be a rock fight, and typically the home teams win the rock fights. <laughs> Auburn lines up for a game-winning field goal. Beats walks Ole Miss off nineteen to seventeen. I I I think that that's definitely possible. So Ole Miss has never won a night game at Jordan Hare. Yeah. 
so that word, I mean, it's an impo- It's so hard to play there at night because they have their voodoo magic. Um, and it's not Jesus. It's called the. It's called the Lord. It's exactly. never been. It's never been October twenty first, twenty twenty three before either. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. That, that Robbie works. Ashford's so bad. Peyton Thorne is so bad. Peyton Thorne. I didn't like Peyton Thorne when he was at Michigan State. He stunk. Um, <laughs> I I really I'm not gonna bet it because I couldn't do this in an uh, Ole Miss game. But I love the under. I think the I think this is way under. I agree. Yeah, 55 is a lot of points. Um, Will, what – here, I'm going to challenge your pick. Red flag. Or if it's Belichick. I told, my pick is not ground. based in logic, but you go ahead and challenge me. How the heck do you get to 19? Yeah, exactly, Addison. Huh? You're full of shit, Will. <laughs> you think we're going to win by two touchdowns or more? No, four, four field goals and a touchdown. 19 makes sense. Say yeah. it. I, I, you know, buddy, I said it. I said it for the Alabama game, and I thought it. So I'm not saying it here. I want you're, to, you're Charmin ultra soft. I, I, said, I picked us to lose the Bama game. For the record, I feel like I've been pretty spot on with most Ole Miss games. This if year. we okay. lose this game, shame on us. That's my <laughs> can pick. I, yeah. Can I give a prop for this game? Yeah. Uh, I on Fanduel, I think I saw that Dayton Wade was like plus 180 anytime touchdown. If Jordan Watkins doesn't play, Dayton Wade's going to have to score a touchdown for Ole Miss to win. So, I mean, I think that that's a pretty good – like, mm-hmm. this plus would be pretty good for any time touchdown in college. So, if Ole Miss lost, which they're not, but if they did, it would be the worst loss since Memphis in 2015. Y'all that do not – y'all oh. do not want to be around me if we lose. This this is, big well, first off, the world. Arkansas in 2015 happened after Memphis. What do you mean by that? That a team that we should have never lost to beat us. I, Arkansas in 2015. Hey, I yeah, do have some breaking news on the game. You ready? Yep. All right. Really big factor. I actually think this swings in Auburn favor. Auburn's favor. Brandon Marcello posts. Auburn defensive backs coach Wesley McGriff is temporarily stepping away from on-field duties for a personal matter. Oh, God. Uh, I I think we're in trouble. Crime crime dog was going to help us out. I'm changing my prediction 19 to (laughs) 7. Because, I mean, anything that was going wrong immediately gets resolved. That's right. So when you take him off the field. Trey Harris already can't catch. I imagine it. I can't even imagine him playing against well-coached DBs. Yeah. I love Trey Harris, but – we got to – I haven't had this conversation with any of y'all. He cannot catch a contested ball at all. He, but Once he catches the ball, he's amazing. But he leaves a lot to be desired in going to get balls. I haven't even thought about it. I guess he's just had so many I mean, balls. I mean, what would – the LSU game, he had a really rocky start, to <laughs> yeah, be fair. <laughs> he had it like was, three – he had three, three to four contested balls thrown up. He didn't come down with a single one. <laughs> Yeah, and no. it's not like, and it was against LSU's DBs who are terrible. He had that one. He had that one contested ball on the home sideline on that yeah. final drive. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a good play. I was talking about the start of the game. Yeah, uh, but, I'm just wondering if Watkins. I know Kiffin said that was a lie. When Kiffin that was a he lie. Was like, he's. Yeah. I don't think he's going to play. Who is going to be able to be the guy to like 
when we when it's third and eight, we need a first down. It, it's got to be pre-scoring, right? I think it's pre pre-scoring or Dayton Wade. Dayton Wade's yeah. super reliable. He does not get the he credit he deserves. He is reliable. He, he's I, just been in block and shadow. I think Williams is going to take full advantage of some playing time this weekend. I don't know. I we haven't developed a high school wide we haven't developed a high school wide receiver since a certain someone has become wide receivers coach. But Aiden Williams doesn't Jonathan play in Mingo, that position. Jonathan, I've seen some, Jonathan Mingo playing yeah. in the NFL. Right hey, now. very fair point, Will. Yeah, Everyone's and, acting like Aiden's going to play the slot, and he doesn't play no, the slot. Yeah, it's going to be it's yeah. going to be JJ Henry. It's going to be uh, talk about a guy who hasn't sniffed the field this year, JJ Henry. It'll, yeah. it'll be we'll see a lot more of Caden Lee. That, oh, I can the, the honeycomb kid or whatever his nickname is. No, but back to what Aston said. Jonathan Mingo, his entire draft process, all the scouts were like, "Yeah, we like Jonathan Mingo. He's really raw." If you're a yeah. three-year starter in college and draft scouts are telling you you're raw, that probably means you have a bad position coach. Never mind. That's my Derek Nix rant. He should be gone. I hope Southern Miss hires him. He would probably do – I think he'd do well at Southern Miss. I think he would be much better as a head coach than as a position coach. He's never been good as a position coach. Anyway. On that. Creighton, you have a lock of the week? Favorite restaurant. Um, yeah, I think my lock would be probably Washington State plus 20. Okay, interesting. I've got Penn State plus five. Michigan minus 24 and a half. It's the easiest bet of the year. I took Miami plus three and a half. They got Clemson coming into Miami. Um, You talk about a game, whoever loses this game, the fan base is going to be irate. You know, whoever loses is going to have three losses. Lots of questions are going to have to be answered. That being said, I like Miami in this spot, not only to cover, but I also think they're the wrong team favorite and they're going to win this game as well. Okay. Will, did you have one? Oh, yeah. Michigan lock of the century. Okay. Lock of the century. I also like Arkansas minus six a lot. Uh, back to yours, the Penn State plus five. I wasn't on when you were talking about that, but I heard y'all. I've watched a lot of Ohio State games this year because I watched most of the games with a guy that, uh, you know him, he, but Christian, I watched a lot of him with him, and he is an Ohio State fan. They are just not good. Like, I agree. Yeah. Penn State is probably going to win this game, and Penn State might win the game by a lot. Ohio State, Kyle McCord is bad. Yeah, they have they and Ryan Day is a moron because he doesn't all you they should do is run the throw it up to 18 play and they would probably go 11 and one, but they want they don't do that and they're gonna drop this game and probably to Michigan and maybe even another one. Yeah, oh, I think I think they're 10 and 2 at best this year. I agree. I think Penn State and Michigan are losses for Ohio State. Wrong team favored. Team favorite. I like Penn State. I like Utah. Um, I mean, that's those are really two I have. Um, maybe Baylor. I'm first time I'm looking at that. That's an interesting fishy line. Baylor's three and a half underdog at Cincinnati. 
Yeesh. That's, that's a trash can playing a garbage can. It's just two different ways of being packaged and said. My uh, wrong team favorite is probably the same as my underdog, but I don't know if that yep. makes that's sense. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, UConn at home against uh, South Florida. Digging deep. Okay. Oh, dude, that's where that's where the fun is. That's what makes college football great is UConn versus South Florida. You former Big East game. Yeah. People um, forget UConn in a Fiesta Bowl. I think mm-hmm. they, they got destroyed by Oklahoma, I think. Yeah. We we're like not eight and four, nine and three, and we're in the Fiesta Bowl. UCF got as high as number two one year, but neither here or there. Another former Big East team is a three and a half point favorite, West Virginia is, against Oklahoma State. I think the wrong team favors is favored here. I think Oklahoma State wins. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I like it. They West Virginia might have been a little exposed against Houston. Yeah, even though they should have won. I mean, they lost on Hail Mary, which is tough, but they should have won that. I mean, you don't – Houston was not is not a good football team. I think, like you said, they were exposed. Even he's he, such a good coach. He always, he always turns it around at the end. So, give me, give me the pokes. I like that pick. I like that pick. Favorite over under, Creighton, do you have one? Yeah, I mean, this is obvious. I mean – if you see that Minnesota and Iowa are playing, it's the, I mean, it's the most obvious under. Yeah. I, it, the, uh, it, it could have been 19, and I think that I would still take the under. Yeah. I've mean, done, every week it's a running joke. Like, I, it's favorite over under. It's, I've looked, my first thing is what's the Iowa game? And it's 32 and a half. I would take it at 22 and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's Iowa. I, but I will say, I said earlier, I love the Ole Miss-Auburn under. But I just yeah. can't – I can't imagine watching an Ole Miss game and having the under. That would be miserable. I like uh, I like the under in Tennessee-Bama, 48 and a half. I do too. I also have – I realized – I just realized we skipped over teachers. I'll go back. I have three I'll give to you guys real quick. Uh, Ole Miss and Arkansas, both to win outright in a six-point teaser. Uh, Penn State plus 11, Utah plus 13 in a six-point teaser. Uh, Bama minus two and a half, under 54 and a half in the same game, two-way teaser. Those are my three of the week. I don't think I've ever bet a teaser, so. Oh, dude, teasers teaser are pod. awesome. Teasers are great. <laughs> we love teasers. I, yeah, yeah, I just don't know. I don't I don't really bet teasers. I don't really bet parlays. I don't bet teasers. I don't do parlays. That's the easiest way to lose money. Yep, but I love a teaser. I'll do some same-game parlays, but that's kind of completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I Will? hit one tonight. Alex to bring it to score a goal and Red Wings to win. He there scored two. Uh, underdog pick? I have, I mean, same. That and Penn State. I mean, I've used Utah and Penn State a lot. Yep. Yeah, I've already I, talked about Miami. Kind of the same. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything else major. Um, yeah, I don't think I have a – I think the only ones I have is – the of big games, Penn State's the only underdog. I can oh, see. I have Auburn over Ole Miss. I guess that's an upset, so. Yeah, that'd be a big upset. Okay. All right, Will, close this out. Apparently, the podcast was in demand. Uh, we were hearing about 
Addison saying some people were asking if we were having a show tonight or not. And that's, it's impressive. I think, I mean, what, we probably up to 20 listeners now. Well, if you'd shared on your social media, we'd get more. Addison, yeah. if you tag us, it's shared on our most, our, on our social media. Not on Instagram. On Facebook. Yeah, but not on Instagram. You got to go yeah. repost. Me and like my six friends on Instagram. Y'all doing numbers on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, dog. But uh, I actually think that's where we get most of our clicks from. I, I think so about. too. All these old it's people, like all these grandmas. Don't say that they're listening. <laughs> it's okay. We yeah. love the grandmas. Do y'all? Uh, There's a loyal listener. But what was I saying? Oh, I was closing. Yes, pray for me. I'm going into the the tiger's den this weekend. Ugh. I will I'm not looking forward to it. This game is my Super Bowl. I would oh. trade it. I would rather win this game than the Egg Bowl. Um, oh. So send prayers and maybe see you next week. We'll see if I'm still on this earth or not. Ugh. I, I am praying for you. That's awful. <laughs>